What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Franchise Unpacked. I am one of your hosts, Zach. And I'm your other host, Dave. And uh, you know what, guys? We're It's still quarantine time, as, we, as we've as we said a couple episodes in a row here. Yes, indeed. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're locking down. I guess not quarantine, but... You know, we're, we're trying to lock down and yeah. just do our part and all Staying that good safe. stuff. Yep, trying to. But, we've uh, had some good interviews recently. Yeah, uh, we yeah. Had Butch Hartman those, and Kelly Washington on both separately. Uh, those were so much fun. Yeah, the really, really great episodes. So if you can check them out, our previous two weeks, I believe. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and we're. I don't know. We're we're starting to dive back into a few video games here, as you guys yeah. are seeing from this episode, Star Fox. Um, oh yeah. And uh, dude, I'm just so excited for whenever we can actually like get together in person and do these like movie watch throughs and some video game playthroughs and things yeah, like that. It'll be nice. Um, actually, switch it up. Speaking of actually like playing through, I was thinking about streaming this. There was a there's a new game that came out for um, for Steam, and it's essentially like an adult version of Pokemon. Okay. And uh, I want I wonder what the name of it is. Let me see because it's in my it's in my email receipts. I'm gonna go look at this. Um, a little bit off topic for Star Wars, but you know what? That's what we do here. Yeah. Um, it Star, was Star Fox. Uh, the, <laughs> um, I was wondering. I mean, we could an idea just to have a. We should have our own Twitch streaming channel. I don't know why we don't yet. Just to have and like nothing of it. Just to have it operating and that we both can just jump on whenever. I just don't Twitch. I never was Twitch that much. I don't have a strong enough PC for See, PC I, gaming. Uh, I, I, I right now, like I'm Twitch affiliate and I feel bad because like I got Twitch affiliate and then I wasn't able to stream for like a month and a half after I got it and I actually lost uh, a couple followers. So I still stayed affiliate, but like I, I said that, way, but like, but, but, but like. I didn't, uh, I wasn't able to actually stream and keep them. So I'm trying to build back up a little bit. Um, the game's called Monster Crown. Oh, OK. Um, and it just looked incredible. I mean, it was it, it looked so cool. Um, Dave, once we're done with this, you got to check out the trailer for it. Um, I will. Yeah. You're having fun with it though. Were this a little bit of a more casual, uh, you know, setup for a podcast, I would just say pull up the video now and I'll just talk to them while you watch. But, um, (laughs) but no, I haven't started it yet. Um, they, it it is available for download on Mac. Um, which is nice because I, I love my PC, but right now the computer room is a complete disaster because it's just been the, the computer room in the basement right now are, are just, it's all storage. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I was like, well, I want something that I can just kind of casually sit on the couch and play my game, whatever. Yeah, I don't want to have to be in my dungeon of storage. Right. Like, exactly. Dreary. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, no, it, it looks awesome. So maybe we'll, um, maybe we'll have to do like a little let's play of that or something. Yeah. Um, and before we dive into Star Fox, I just wanted to say thank you so much to all of our uh, listeners, all of our new listeners. We got a lot of new people tuning in. So we, yes. we really appreciate that. Welcome yeah Thank welcome you. welcome you nerds welcome yes and welcome uh, to the fold. and yeah we're uh if you if you guys have any suggestions uh franchises that you want to have covered let us know oh, yeah. uh, we're gonna we're, we're actually gonna start bringing on some more guests too um some of whom we're hoping will be famous some of whom uh might just be like me and dave not famous might be but, famous uh, to us <laughs> right exactly but uh we're, we're gonna try to just have some people on and just yeah. share the wealth and have a good time um, absolutely I feel like there was something I was going to say, and I can't remember what it was. Oh, if it comes to us. Well, I've been, uh, and I don't mean to digress again, but I've been listening to the Scrubs podcast. Mm-hmm. Dude, it's so good. Oh, yeah. It is so good. They do such they a good so job. You get so much good like, behind the scenes info, and it makes you just want to keep rewatching the episodes. <laughs> Shelby just can't stand Zach Braff's laugh. 
That's the yeah. I can yeah. That's that would be a little because his laugh in real life is the <laughs> oh god. You know, it's it's like it's it's JD's the laugh. The chuckle, yeah, the yeah. chuckle. <laughs> and and he like really, it's like right in the microphone, so it's like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, oh Zach. No. But it's it's a good it's a good show though. Anyway, that's good. Uh, so Star Fox, let's yeah. let's dive in. So so specifically today, we're talking about Star Fox sixty four. Yeah, most specifically. Um, yeah, because we're going to talk a little bit about the other Star Fox entries. Um, I do want to have a separate entry for Star Fox Adventures. Okay, um, so I was going to, yeah, adventure, I was yeah, briefly going to discuss that at the end of the episode. Yeah, and, and we can touch on it, but I, I think yeah. that one deserves its own. I mean, <laughs> that one is it's something. <laughs> it's a, I liked it. I'm one of the few people that actually liked that game. Uh, it's. It's interesting. Not, not, not many people did. <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah, you can tell by my tamer. Um, I mean, and not, I'm not saying I. I didn't enjoy aspects of it, but right. yeah, we'll, we'll get into it. It's yeah, we'll get we'll get there. So I uh, I guess my favorite part. So Dave, what was your what was your first experience with Star Fox? My first experience was Star Fox sixty four. Uh, it came out in summer of ninety seven. So mm-hmm. I would have been nine years old, and or just before I turned nine, it came out. And because um, I we didn't have a Super Nintendo, so I had never experienced it on that platform uh, my brother had he had a friend who had a like he had played he had already played mario kart and he had already played star fox so i got right. like kind of what i consider now that i've played all of you know the originals i consider the original the best of both of both mario kart 64 and star fox 64 are the best iterations of see and that's the thing like, I, I never played I think, the original star fox and i've never played the original mm-hmm. mario kart like i've only played 64 oh yeah okay but, but yeah uh, no they're there i think the 64s are the best yeah so 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 you you got it like when it came out then or yeah we got it right away my brother okay. was a fan and we were i remember we had nintendo power and stuff so we were already getting previews of it and they were like describing it like oh it's the first 3d game and very importantly one of their big marketing things was it was the first game to have the rumble pack yes to be part, and it was actually sold with, with it. yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that um, was a huge because they were like, "Oh, all our games from here on out are going to have this Rumble feature." Was and that, was, so. was was Nintendo the first company to make a Rumble Pack like that? Cause, I think uh, cause so. PlayStation didn't have it then. Yeah, the PlayStation controller did not Rumble until PS2, and the Xbox uh, wasn't out at the Xbox time. Xbox didn't come out till PS2 era. Yeah, so, so I, that had to have been the it only... was yeah definitely a very very inventive. It was kind of like a nice little nod, and then also they right. had, I mean. PlayStation had the memory card, but the I remember it was kind of neat. You could take your memory card out of the controller and go to your friend's house and stuff like that. That that was the portability aspect of it made it really cool. Right. Well, yeah. And it's and that, like you said, that rumble pack feature, the Nintendo has always been really innovative. Like, you know, they had you could add additional memory to your console. Yeah. Like to run better games like Majora's Mask. You had to have the. I believe from yeah, the Donkey, Mask, you had Donkey to have. Kong 64 was the same yeah. way. Yeah, you had to have that. And like, but it could also there were games that didn't necessarily need it, but also could improve. Like, I right. think Perfect Dark might have. Been well, it's just it's interesting to me. Like they had to have known going into it that that was going to be an option because there's a oh, slot yeah. for it there's, in the in, in the thing. Like there were ports that were never used on right. that thing that like I oh, well, I'm sure there's a device for them, but like right not here and in yeah, America. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but in Star Fox, I, I thought that was really interesting, too, that they that it was the first one with the Rumble Pack. So for me, uh, like many of these early N64 games, um, a lot of it was me watching my brother play it, um, which I loved. I had no problem with that. This and one was just, a good game for that. Yeah. Especially, and especially the story like, mode. And like the branching paths and like you yeah. could fly like 
and that was the cool thing. Like if you uh, if you saved Falco, then you could fly into the waterfall and fight a different boss at the you know at the end of the first stage, and just take a whole different path. Like it I was, remember one of the the hardest one. So to unlock in multiplayer, you had to like beat the game on different difficulties to unlock right. different vehicles and different levels and stuff. And to get the person, you could run around as either Fox, Peppy, like your character. You weren't in a vehicle and you had a little laser pistol. You right. were weak as hell, but like you had a little to unlock yeah. that special feature. You had to get like beat all the planets, get all of the special like hidden stuff in each one. Right. And I remember the tank one when you're in the train area. It's that orange yeah. train station level. You yeah. have to hit all of the there are these levers you have to hit and it uh-huh. changes the track of the train and you can't miss a single one. <laughs> and it was so hard. I remember watching my brother do that for like the longest time and I was trying it to was, find each one. And that's the thing is like it was a uh, it was an interesting game because it could either be relatively easy if you took the straightforward path and you didn't save everything and you didn't hit every lever, yada, yada. Or it could be a very, very punishingly difficult game if you if you kind of did everything right like it was it was almost like the better you played and the more you explored the harder the game got to sort of meet you at that challenge yeah you could save your co-pilots in your squadron or you didn't have to but right wouldn't you wouldn't lose the game outright if you didn't but some paths might not be available or some ability you know like certain things just didn't happen yeah so and so i thought that was really interesting um there were a few things that I just took notes of that I kind of wanted to just like go through here. Uh, the first one, which I think like many Nintendo games um, was, there was a ton of inspiration from like Japanese folklore. Oh yeah. Um, I guess one of the big sources of inspiration was uh, like when you're flying through all those um, like arches, like that's uh, there was a, I forget the name of the, like a, not a shrine, but this like temple area uh, in Japan that has all these like statues of foxes and you, you walk mm. through these arches and they're just a bunch of arches. So like, and you can see that reflected in the gameplay. Okay. Um, they're big in foxes over there. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, and uh, they're, 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 they're big, big on, on foxes, foxes over there. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I just thought that was really interesting. Like, and I feel like there's a lot of those early Nintendo games, especially that just had such a strong influence from Japanese folklore. Um, and, I, I don't know. There's there's that aspect of it. But then the fact that Shigeru Miyamoto was able to take that influence and turn it into a fox that, you know, fights robots in outer space and has robotic legs. Did you see that, that he had robotic legs, by the way? OK, so he does. Those aren't like just crazy boots. He's wearing but he's the, not in the original game. When okay. when Rare took it over and made Star Fox Adventures, then they made it regular legs. But canonically, so he like, did he lose his legs? Well, I, there was, so I was watching a, uh, and if you guys get a chance, watch, uh, did you know gaming? Cause they have a couple of really great episodes on star Fox. Um, and they were talking about how, like, it was something to do with like the pressure in space and there were all these theories about it, but all we know is that it's robotic legs. Like that's okay. like the final word is that's robotic because legs. he's super quick and, 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 and everybody has it. He has it. Falco, Peppy, yeah. Slippy, like they all have it. Huh. Um, and then there's Pigma who, Pigma. uh, Pigma, which the wolf, <laughs> yeah, Star Wolf and his well, squad, right? So Pigma used to be part of Fox's squad. Yeah, then he and then he turns like, traitor. Says, yeah, Pigma Dengar. Pigma Dengar. Name. Do you know what that Dengar is a reference to? I I did, but I totally forgot this it. Is a huge, like a, this is a Star like a, Wars reference. 
Oh, Dengar wait, no. is a bounty hunter in the Star Wars universe. In Empire Strikes Back, he's the dude. He's got like the white head wrap looks like and he's holding yeah. like a kind of a bigger machine gun laser gun and so he's like he's a humanoid and dengar is famous yeah dengar is like one must of the be, famous dudes that must be a reference then that character in star wars must be a reference to uh because this was also in the did you know gaming video um apparently that's a phrase i don't know if it was japan or what but there's an area i think in japan where they typically end their phrases with um what something that sounds like dengar Dengar. And so and huh. so I'm wondering if like I mean, I'm sure the phrases came before Star Wars, but I'm wondering if the inspiration was off of that phrase or off of Star Wars. Maybe because he's yeah, he's a yeah, I think Kare- it was he's a Corellian bounty hunter. So he comes from the same planet where Han Solo's from. Right. So he's like, yeah, he's just a yeah. Learning is a go. real SOB. He eventually becomes more machine than man. Like he in his quest, right. he survives into like the newer series of Star Wars movies. Technically, I think he's actually mm-hmm. in the background of one, but nobody recognizes him because he's now like oh, 85 percent okay. robot. And because he's just right. kept, keeps upgrading himself, which well, is and there was, good and bad. So so the other thing, too, that I wanted to point out, apart from the robot legs, was um, it had a different name. It was also called uh, I think it was originally called the Lilat Wars, and I think it's still ah. I don't know if it's in Europe or what, but they, but it's still called the Lilat War or just Lilat Wars. Um, it, it does. There are like obviously Star Trek references, Star Wars. They're like gathering from a lot of sci fi, but it's like right. the couple things are like they're called R wings, what they're flying, which is kind of right. like in the vein of Star Wars, like alphabet ship names. Right. And then, um, well, it, but yeah, it, is spelled, like it is spelled out like A R W I N G though. Yeah. 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 That's true. Right. Yeah. Um, but the, and like having systems like hearing whenever I hear like the Lilat system, I think of like the Dagobah right. system or in the Hoth system or you. He, that's like a for me, at least of and I'm sure it's common. In- OK, I think we're back. Say and I'm sure it's common in and I'm sure it's common in like a lot of sci fi, like especially with space travel and Odyssey right. like systems. But like for me, that just tri- whenever I hear something system. Up, oh, star. I'm in. Right. I put that puts me in that universe. A little yeah, bit more. yeah, yeah. Um, and lilat. It also sounds like a little. It does, star it does Wars definitely thing. have a Star Warsy lilat. sound to it. Um, Almost like fantasy poetic. Right, right. Sort of. Um, but I think that it's so cool. So one thing that this game does that we've seen before quite a few times uh, is it sort of like cross references in other games. So first of all, and we talked about this in our Zelda Ocarina of Time episode, but like. In Ocarina of Time, they actually used our wings like our wings are in the code, yeah. fully textured in Ocarina of Time. And they were used to simulate the flight path of Volvagia. Yeah. So I wanted to talk to you a little bit about that. So like they were already had it. It was just like a placeholder. Basically. Right. It was they were using that to because Volvagia's head flies around like the R wing does. And the tail, the body just kind of follows. Right. It. Like, and it had so, to have been just for fun because they also programmed in lasers that could hurt the player. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like, like just like a little but like they that's intriguing because they knew what they wanted to do and they knew that they were going to try and make a game where like because Star Fox originally the original game is just like I would I don't know if I call it a rail shooter, but you like you're right. always moving forward and you're just controlling the pitch of your plane to like dodge stuff or like aim your gun. Right. Now, Star Fox 64 did add like I would say maybe 
60% of the game is that, but then right. there were levels where I remember like the independence day level where you have to fight the big UFO and like shoot oh, yeah. underneath when it opens to fire its laser. It's yeah, very, yeah. yeah. And, um, and star Wolf's guys show up at the same time. So they're like, yeah, but that's like a cool full 3d. You have full control of your ship. You can steer like in this right. arena. That was the coolest. And I wanted to ask uh, that had to inspire the technology for star Wars rogue squadron. Like those games were such a massive hit. And yeah, like, I mean, I, I, pretty I don't much all those, those were. They were great because like ninety five percent of the levels were open world, fly right. around and like bomb stuff and or do what dogfights and whatever. So right. it was yeah, interesting. Yeah. Well, and they and they had all those cross references. Like if you look at um, so obviously you know we just talked about Ocarina of Time and how they mm-hmm. had that programmed in, um, but even in Majora's Mask, like on one of the lines of masks, you see the i think it's like the keaton mask which is a fox then you see the the bunny hood which is obviously a rabbit you see the frog mask you see you see all these masks that uh, there's a falcon mask yeah and then there's a pig mask and it's all in a line it's like there's no way that that was an accident it's a lot of fun it's It's a lot of like uh, back to star wars again like lucas films like even in indiana jones on the law the arc the arc of the covenant Right. You can in the engravings you see C three PO and R two D two are on the Ark of the Covenant. Oh, so like there's nice. and like there's Club Obi Wan. There's right. the the play. There's a lot of like from our universe of I love that when it's like yeah I created this why not and especially right. with Nintendo. Nintendo is like Disney and the idea that they have the most IP out of I think any oh. gaming company. It's huge. They have, you know, Mario, Metroid, Star Fox, Donkey Kong. And they've, they can just like, they're like the Avengers with their whole lineup. And you can just, you can make offshoots of any of these and they're always great. Like, you know, I would love to see like, like an Avengers assemble style thing, like where you can play as like Mario link, like narrow it down to like five or six or something like that. But like. Well, I don't think that's too out of the realm. Did you? There's the new Avengers Marvel game coming out. Right, right. Wit, and uh, it's cool. I heard for Sony, if you get it for PlayStation, you have exclusive yes. Spider-Man, which is awesome. But uh, which Hell I'm going to yeah. do. But um, but like, I think if that and it's got a cool mechanics from what I've understood. You watch some videos and like read about the, how the game plays because you don't just play as one specific Avenger the whole it like right forces you kind of to bounce around within levels so if that is a success and is really awesome mechanics I think Mar- like yeah Nintendo has it's ripe or even just put it in the Mario universe like have just those or like or a Metroid like what would might be a better right. like fightings like a well, Metroid Prime those were such like good a, games yeah. they could go like a Spider-Verse vibe Ooh. with it where it's like yeah you know, all these characters, it's okay if they're out of place because they're from separate universes, but they're it could be the next Smash Brothers. Yeah, I to would be love honest. That. Yeah, I would love that. If I another Smash Brothers comes out, it's I it's I don't know if they're gonna I be know like top Smash Ultimate. It. Like, I mean that's it's either like I said, I know I always kind of say that I'm like, how do you do more? But and Nintendo all I hear about now is the Smash the Smash and um the all the Smash players are just upset all the time. Like yeah. I feel like that's all I hear about. They're like, well, we're not getting anything new. Like we were promised, like everything's yeah. been like kind of nerfed and like, yeah, I don't know. I, I just feel like smash has kind of gone by. Like, I know what to expect picking it up. Right. So that well, might but the be thing a nice is, smash up. is still so huge though. Like a lot yeah. of you, like, like if I like the gaming meme stuff that I follow, like the smash posts get engagement, like crazy. They get people commenting people like the, the people that play smash, 
are so hardcore smash lovers they're all I think, like competitive like it's yes. nuts yeah and that's the thing is like I, that's why i think i never got as into it because like i'm not that competitive with games I'm good at my level of all my friends. Right. That's where I'm very comfortable. I don't need to start. Like I had a old boss who competed at that level, like it for money. So like right. it got to a point and I'm like, it doesn't sound enjoyable. Like how you're describing right. any of this does not yeah. sound fun to me. Anymore. I mean, the, the best that I ever got at a video game was, um, call of duty, modern warfare and, uh, counter strike source. Those were the two games that I got really good at. But even but, then, but it's it, like it, you stop playing for a week. Yeah. And then you're and like, it, oh, I'm going to And think lost. of how long, because I know you were really good at CS Source too. Oh, like, I was okay. Think, <laughs> you, you, you were. We were pretty, were we good. were okay. Um, but how long did it take us to get there? Like we oh. played for years to, and to it get would be good. To the point of, I played weekly, ma- I was in a team right. where uh, we had hours, uh, multiple times a week set up. But like. Right during the so, win <laughs> that was wild in high school that was wild that was a lot now, of fun now too. We're, we're i know that we've been we're talking digressed. a lot about like yeah <laughs> like star fox 64 yeah. um before we get to the future of the franchise yes um i wanted to talk about two things one is the port to 3ds which i own i was uh, gonna ask about that yeah i haven't played it i bought it when but, i bought my 3ds and just sitting I, there yeah, it's just sat there. Was um, it like a? I feel like it's in the vein of those. It. I mean, they redid Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. They did Super yep. Mario sixty four. I feel like yeah, they're gonna event. Well, not well, so much anymore. There's, but n- there's there's rumor flying around. This is again off topic, but there is very very rumor. Like, I like the mega leak. There's a well, lot of rumors. A- apart from that, even there's yeah. Nintendo what a, apparently. What a disaster! By I the know. way, what a disaster! Goodness gracious. Um, (laughs) Nintendo apparently filed for a patent that could potentially indicate they're going to remake and re-release Ocarina of Time on the Switch. I heard that big time, too. Yeah, that was the big news. And Mario 60. Like, I heard that there were like the big one. They were like, guys, you're going to get Goldeneye. You're going to get Mario. Right. There is these how you can't deny. It would sell like hotcakes. It would. It's almost like I don't even consider those games. I consider like Halo original halo but it's been like remastered so many times and regurgitated that you're like even that i'm like i'm not aching for that as much as i still want a super mario 64 port like they've done spyro yeah i've been sitting on those games for years playstation see that's where they're like hey we're gonna read like we know what's hot like let's do this you know how i feel about re-releases i'm not always a big fan but when it's a game like that that when it's 25 years old and when it's when it's interactive, when you're taking something and keeping it the same, just giving it a facelift, that's amazing. That, that looks and and if you can add some cool stuff to it, and if you can add a whole, because there was rumor that so one of the mega leaks was that they had Luigi Luigi and Mario sixty four, and right. it was going to be multi, real. and it yeah. was going to be multiplayer, and that's been a rumor for, since as long as the games existed, and it finally was confirmed. I think what they need to do to save face would be remaster the game, add the multiplayer. Yep do it absolutely like, hey guy like you know what well, so, so given that debacle. though like <laughs> do you think when they start doing if they start doing some of these big re-releases do you think they would include star fox 64 i hope so because that would be an Why awesome not? game also to add like cooperative story mode to that would be sweet and easy right. to do and then also expand upon it and it would just be so cool to but the thing is so i've got a question for you i haven't heard and it kind of is like a little bit of a future well, we OK, well, let's talk about Star Fox Adventures first, because yeah, it kind so, of so, ties into that as well. And so, I was going to say, so with Star yeah. Fox Adventures, I, I'm, I'm, we're just going to be honest here. 
not the best game ever. I just hit my microphone. I apologize. Not the best game ever, but, and I want to, I want to save it. I want to save a lot of this because I want to do an episode on Star Fox Adventure. I think Star Fox Adventure was ahead of its time. Yes. So hear me out. Definitely. After playing most recently, like uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order and God of War, both Uh had the same designer for their combat. I don't know about more, but like they feel very close to each other. I think if they redid a Star Fox adventure, made another one, it should be very close to that style of like combat adventure game. Okay, yeah. Like God of War was like where it's a really cool because he's like he Fox on his own has his pistol and like he he's like a quick draw cowboy. Right. He could, well, you could you've got to make a really awesome weapon dynamic like in Fallen Order. I, you get your lightsaber in God of War. Right. You get your axe and you start off with like very low ability, like one, maybe well, two attacks. OK, and so then before you we get to that. the yeah, yeah, before we get to that future of it, I just wanted to say I need to say something in defense of Star Fox uh, Adventure. What is it? I enjoyed it. I'm just going to say I enjoyed it when it came what out aspect. I because I didn't have. OK, first of all, I didn't have great as great of taste in games back then. But I um, and was, I'm not, not saying that I have like great taste in games. You know what I mean? But, I'm sorry. Real quick. Caster. Oh, there's Caster's, the dog. Caster's making an appearance. He's, he's angry at a dog across the street. Hi, Caster. Caster. Come on. <laughs> Hold on. We'll just give us one sec. We're going to take a brief pause here. Okay, and we're back. And we're back. So you might hear my dog squealing in the background (laughs) or barking. There he goes. There he goes again. Yeah. Um, So we'll we'll try our best. This is the work from home atmosphere, man. Um, We're we're still trying. We're we're looking at getting a dog. So I might have the same uh, same thing going on in a little bit. Um, Oh yeah. But uh, what I was going to say was I I think that there was a lot of good to uh, Star Fox Adventures. It was. There, there was a lot that was poorly designed, but the idea behind it was sound. Um, but I just remember there were a lot of things that like there were like these weird little difficulty spikes and like the exploration yeah. wasn't as good as it could have been. But I got to I just got to say, I enjoyed it. I had fun with Star Fox Adventures. I remember there was this point and I get to that point in a lot of these type of games, especially years ago when it came out. It like you said, even with like Metroid Prime, there becomes this difficulty spike or becomes right. this this area of like I'm rerunning through this same spot again. Yeah. I never beat and, it. And it's yeah, I never beat it because you're like it, it almost gets you're like draggy. And I'm like, right. I can't I can't beat this certain point or like I don't know how to progress because I didn't right. collect all the things and I don't want to have to go back. Like it's a very Ahead, like I said, ahead of its time before you had the ability to have like an auto map help you with sure. games like that. Not, and not like give you answers, but like kind of point you in a direction. So, and it I, also it was a little creepy with the design. I got a little it was, bit of it a was furry a little, vibe. It was <laughs> it was a little, little I think weird. it was more of like an uncanny valley sort of deal. Yeah, where like It was like the water was beautiful. I remember Some that. Of, I remember specifically oh, I called stunning. my mom into the room and here I am. Like, I don't know when that came out. I was, I was probably like 12 or 13 and I was like, mom, come look at this. And well, I showed her and like fur. the water just looked amazing. Yeah. Like they had fur and you could see it and you're like, that's crazy. And like, it looked yeah. really beautiful, but like, yeah, I think it didn't, it was focusing on the, all the wrong stuff. So getting back to what you were saying about like the future of the franchise, I feel like it'd be really, really awesome if there was like you were saying, like sort of build up your, your gear but I can just picture something and I've always been a really big fan of upgrade games where like, uh, do you remember that? Uh, what was it like? Toss the turtle. 
or turtle toss on new grounds. Yes. Yes. And you can upgrade, you would buy a new gun and yep. then you'd buy better ammo or something like that. And then you'd buy a better cannon upgrade and then you'd buy mine. Like, yeah. Like I love stuff bounce. like that where like the more you play, the more you upgrade, which makes you want to play more. I would love it if we saw something like that with Star Fox, where you kind of start with nothing. Your 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 ship is totally junked, and you need to get new parts. You get some new parts to get to a new planet. I was just I'm not, thinking that you know, not uh, you can get the not tank. like No Man's Sky, yeah, but you can get a submarine. You can build up your stuff, and, right. or, and like when you get to a planet, you might only be able to like, hey, this is the hard area of the map. This is the easier area. Like if right. You, and you can decide. And then once you bomb out that area or, or shoot it, you can then go in on the ground. And it could even be cool to have it to give it sort of a destiny vibe where like, yeah. you know, if you want to wander to this area and take on that mission. Yeah, you can. Um, it's a little bit more open world. Um, yeah. And again, throughout, though, the main thing that you're upgrading is this pistol of yours because you need it for whatever you know main reason. But I feel like that could be a really cool direction to take that in. For sure. Yeah. And you could mix the games. Like I said, like, yeah, you you have to complete a level first in your vehicle. Right. Or you can halfway through jump down because you've destroyed towers or something Then you right. can go in on purpose or on per, in person and like yeah. unlock other areas. Like, you know, get get better upgrades on ground for your ships, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it could be. Okay. Yeah, that could be cool. So really cool. You guys, the, the, the Star Fox 64 is one of those games that's kind of just like. It's strange because it's I feel like it's everywhere and nowhere, but yeah, um, this I still is remember lines like if I go down, I'm taking you with me. Right. Or, the, or like the um, press twice to do a like, barrel roll. I've failed you. <laughs> um, and also the barrel roll is not a barrel roll. It starts with an A, but it's not a barrel roll. A barrel roll. Yeah. A, a bar- do a barrel roll. Do uh, a barrel roll. The, the barrel roll that you do like an actual barrel roll is you go in like a barrel shape. Yeah. Um, and this one is just like a spin. You're so spinning. It's, not, it's a quick yeah, flip. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, uh, you guys we're out of time for today's episode. Uh, but I just wanted to say thank you again for everybody, li- for everybody who's listening, if I can speak. Uh, but, uh, we're, we're just so grateful to have you guys checking out our show. Uh, we would love if you would share it with your friends and family, uh, yes. post about it on Instagram, whatever, whatever suits your fancy or Facebook. Um, and if you guys want to follow us on Facebook, on, I'm sorry, on Instagram, uh, we are on there at Franchise Unpacked. You can also find me on Instagram at the Zach Rogers. And you can find me at the Dave of Wonders. And uh, I think that's it, you guys. We're we're excited. So. We have some some cool guests that we're going to try to get on here soon. And uh, yeah. just so just stay tuned. All right. We'll catch you later. See ya.